This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, back with our panel, David Wills, Peter Sherman, Stephen Holliday. Stephen has a deputy mayor and counselor for Ward 3. Let me start with you because uh, the police chief has presented, I guess, to the uh, police services board today a budget uh, where he claims they need about $30 million uh, for a hire uh, of 800 more people this year, 300 of which would be uniformed officers. There was a hiring freeze imposed three years ago, and uh, he's also talked about transformative policing and modernizing the force and so on and so forth. Uh, This is supposed to then go to council sometime, I guess, next month or in March and uh, be debated there. Would you be supportive of increasing the budget by $30 million in excess of a billion? Uh, He's talking about that uh, as, you know, and needing 800 more police officers or police uh, people. Perhaps. And, the, the, and I'm going to explain that. Um, do we need more officers uh, hired? Absolutely. And there's no, uh, there's no doubt out and about in the community during an election, out and about dealing with people on a daily basis. Um, uh, and in particular, in Etobicoke, we love our police. Uh, we appreciate their services. We need their help on a lot of things. Uh, and there's a lot of stress in the city right now about violence and about even the small crimes you know, the break-ins, these things are all damaging to communities. So um, having frontline officers is great. I don't fully understand the non-uniform component. Uh, I'm not part of the police service board, and I haven't weighed through some of the details on that. My big question is, is where is the $30 million coming from? So to give you an idea, 1% tax increase is uh, 20 to $25 million. Uh, you layer that on top of all the other things that people are going to be asked for, uh, in this upcoming budget, because that's what this is. This is uh, teeing into the larger city budget. Um, I want to know where the money's coming from uh, before I fully understand of how I'm making my decision. But the idea in principle, yes. And the chief really is uh, replacing people that have retired over time. So in order just to sustain the service levels that we need, uh, we need more officers hired. And this is not a new debate. And council has already voted in support of that, including myself. All right. And, you know, you've got a city that's growing by 100,000 new arrivals on an annual basis. And he says, you know, the police number has stayed static over the last three years. Uh, Seems justifiable to you as well, Peter Sherman? Absolutely. And uh, I I know less about uh, the day-to-day intricacies than Stephen Holliday does, but I know this, that when you talk about hiring 300 more officers, all you're doing is running in place. Because that's roughly the number of officers that retire or otherwise leave the force every given year. So the additional net would be the people who are um, non-police officers, but are police workers. So they're either civilians or they're specially uniformed officers who don't have the same Um, duties as full police officers. It sounds to me like Chief Saunders is being reasonable. And $30 million in the overall scheme of things in Toronto to keep us safe is an appropriate amount of money. So David Wells, I mean, the number is 200 positions would be for civilian roles. Now, a lot of times you hear people complain and say, well, the uniformed officer, that's non-negotiable. They need to have uniformed officers replacing retirees and, you know, through attrition and all the rest of that. But uh, if there's been this move to transformative policing and uh, using newer technologies and so on and so forth, do you think maybe that's a place where there might be some give on the civilian roles? Well, you know... You know, it's not just about money, right, and the the issues we have with the police force right now. And if you listen to Mike McCormick, uh, you know, he'll go on over and over and over again about morale and that it's at an all-time low. And it's not just in Toronto. The You know, the Durham Police Union is saying the exact same thing, is that uh, it's a it's becoming a terrible job. They're having trouble recruiting people into the job, and people are leaving, officers are leaving the job at younger and younger ages. So that's a big problem that money's not going to solve. 
But I do think that, you know, we do have to, you know, as Peter said, we have to run in place at the very least. But, you know, you hear all the stories, the, you know, the robberies at the LCBO, the police don't even show up, uh, you know, because they can't. There's not enough of them. They, you have to wait. You're put on hold and listen to music when you call 911. Like, these are unacceptable problems for the city. And, you know, you know Stephen's comment of who's going to pay for this, we're going to pay for it. And, you know, maybe that has to be the adult conversation that we have is that we have to raise the taxes if we want to have uh, 911 calls answered quicker and well, if we want more cops on the street. Where else would we find the money? I mean, their contract uh, is being renegotiated right now. Eh? It lapsed in December. Well, those are also outrisks, right? So we're only talking about just hiring 300 uh, frontline officers, but, you know, there will be other waves of things that will come along. There will be technology investments. There will be... Um, you know, uh, contact nego- contract negotiations that have really big price tags on them. So $30 million on $1 billion police dollar budget is, is a small factor, but I think over time we're going to see a lot of things coming forward. But all of this goes back into the grand scheme of the city budget, which is, you know, $12, $13 billion. Um, $30 million is a lot, actually, because the budget is so structured. And I'll go back to the comment I'd made uh, earlier, was a 1% tax hike is about 20 to $25 million. So there's not a lot of wiggle room on this. So we're talking, you know, multiple-digit tax hikes, and I don't think there, uh, you know, I think the political will at council is is to keep this to the rate of inflation because that's an affordability issue in the city. So um, I need to see what the offsets are to find this $30 million, and they are somewhere in the grand scheme of all of the things that we do in the city. There's give and take to make this work. And, uh, you know, that's what the budget process is all about. Can I just ask a a quick question, John, of Mm. Stephen? Stephen, where does the $25 million that Doug Ford coughed up a couple of months ago fold into this? Well, it it may fold into it. I just don't know. Um, But you you raise an excellent point. Uh, All of these are the ins and outs that go into the big ledger sheet of the budget. And uh, councillors go through that in uh, a fairly high level of detail as we start to set these rates. But we also have debates about, you know, reducing services here or changing services here or discontinuing this or that or cranking up or cranking down on projects that we're working on to try to make all of this give and take work at the end of the day. Yeah, I just don't see how efficiencies can actually uh, be implemented in a police service that's strapped and is losing members. Uh, That seems like that's not uh, one of those arguments that can be made in this instant, but we'll see. Uh, When it comes to efficiencies, the government is actually uh, proposing something for education with kids in kindergarten and in the primary grades. I want to see how the panel feels about that and a few other things. Topics worthy of discussion continue with uh, Stephen Holliday, David Wills, and Peter Sherman on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.